Station Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Kerry Williams, and here on this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you how you can apply the principles of manifestation, money mindset, spirituality, and energy work so that you can create long lasting success in your business and in your life. talking today about stopping eating when you've had enough. And the reason why I wanted to talk to you about this today is this is probably one of the things that I find with the women that I work with. It's one of the main problem points, I guess, or the challenges that come up. So very simplistically, when we think about it, the only reason why we're holding on to extra weight, as long as there's no medical reason, of course, is that we're eating more than we need. It's a really simplistic view. But When you think about it, in the vast majority of the cases, that is what is really going on. And I often see two types of overeating. So there's the unplanned eating where we might set the intention for the day, we go out and then for some reason something crops up. Maybe we pop into a cafe with a friend and we end up ordering something, having cake and coffee that we didn't actually intend to do originally. So that's the unplanned eating side of things. But the one that I see women struggle with more is eating more than they need at each meal. So it's not stopping at enough. And this tends to occur much more regularly for many women than the unplanned eats because we may be having two or three meals a day or even more And if we're overeating at each of those meals, there is the chance that we're going to be eating a lot more by the end of the day because we're just doing it more regularly, aren't we? And this type of overeating is super confusing, especially when we're eating supposedly healthy foods. So if we have cleaned up our diet and we've decided that we're going to eat certain foods, but we're still eating more than we need, it might be really confusing because we're still not losing weight or we may even be gaining weight at that point. So if this is you, then this podcast will hopefully have some techniques and some solutions that can help you through this. It was um, something that I was talking about with a client of mine recently because she's actually lost nine pounds and she's done that by avoiding sugar and flour. So she's balancing all of her hormones and she's getting all of her hunger hormones back into the way they should be. However, what we found was that she's probably eating a little bit too much at each meal. She just is not hungry anymore and yet she's still eating. And this is one of the things that just foxed me for years. And when I had gone through my uh, naturopathic training and I cleaned up my eating so much, I got to the point where I no longer was on the very restrictive candida diet. I'd transitioned out of that and I was eating a really broad range of healthy, whole foods, gluten-free, organic, you know, all the great stuff. And I couldn't understand why I was gaining weight. I knew that I was eating chocolate sometimes. I didn't really want to live a life without chocolate, but I knew that the vast majority of the time I was eating really healthy food. So I could not understand why I was gaining weight at the speed that I was gaining it. And I actually, at that point, got back up to the biggest that I'd ever been. And I just could not figure it out because I had all this knowledge from my training, had all this knowledge about, you know, the thyroid and adrenals and, you know, nutrition and what's good and what's not. 
And I, I just was completely confused. But looking back now, I can see that I was overeating because I was eating three huge meals a day and I was having snacks and I never paid attention to my eating. I didn't really understand the emotional eating patterns or just eating patterns and habits full stop at that point. I never really considered how we have these habitual and conditioned responses around food at that point. So for me, I was like, but I'm eating healthy. Why is this happening? And I thought I just had a big appetite. I just thought I liked big meals. I liked my food. I just thought I was one of those people. I was carrying around that label with my identity. And the end result of that was that I gained weight to the point where I was the heaviest that I've been. I was so used to feeling full and not even just full as in I've just had enough right now. I mean, going over full and having that sense of satisfaction come, like emotional satisfaction come from the fact that I'm actually feeling so full, I'm just going to go and sit on the couch and digest right now. You know, I can't move. I'm so heavy at that point. And I was terrified of being hungry as well. So I was eating way more than I needed. And so really, when I started looking at my eating patterns and I started really tuning into my hunger signals, the actual volume of food that I ate came right down. I balanced my hunger hormones through uh, not having so much flour and not having so much sugar, i.e. the processed foods. And so I was eating much more unprocessed food. And then um, I was paying attention to my hunger signals. I was getting clear hunger signals because my hormones weren't out of whack. And then I realized actually there's a lot more eating going on here that actually then there needs to be because my body was giving me very clear signals when I tuned in for me to understand that I had had enough. So I want to share some of those signs with you today. And I also want to share a, a few practical techniques so that you can implement them today because the the opportunity here for you is to tune into those same hunger signals and understand at what point your body has had enough. So it sounds really easy, doesn't it? Like the solution is just stop overeating. But we have had such a long time being removed from our hunger signals. And many, many women just don't know what they are anymore. And not only have we just not been paying attention, but they have been masked. If you've been eating processed foods with sugar, processed foods with flour in, your hormones will be a bit all over the place when it comes to your hunger signals. So it may actually be very hard for your body to actually even give you a clear signal because your leptin and your ghrelin and your insulin, some of those key hormones when it comes to weight loss, are just not able to operate in the way that they should be able to. So you won't be able to distinguish those really clear signals. But once you start transitioning away and finding the right balance with flour and sugar so that you are able to distinguish those hunger signals, these are the types of things that you're going to be looking for. I'm going to share with you five signs that you have had enough. So let's just imagine you're sitting down to a plate of food and you're making your way through the food. And at the start, you were feeling hungry. Maybe your stomach was grumbling. You were just thinking about lunch and you were just really looking forward to it. So you're sitting there and you're eating. And then at some point you might think, yeah, uh, maybe I want a few more bites. So if you start having thoughts like that, i.e. you're questioning whether you want to keep going, it's probably a good sign that you've had enough at that point. The fact that you're questioning it, 
at all. So you could actually practice stopping there. Get used to not having any more from there. Or just stop and take a break and see what happens after that. Another thing that tends to happen when we tune in is that many people will sigh. They'll have this kind of intake of breath like, ah, and then they sit back a bit. And actually the body language changes at that point as well, because when you're really engaged and you're looking and you're hungry and you're really into the meal, you often find that all of your focus is on the plate. You're leaning forward. You're really engaged with that process of eating. And then you just sit back and you sigh. And it's almost like your stomach is clearing some more room or something. I'm not 100% sure what's going on physiologically, but But basically, I do notice that this happens for a lot of women. So try and notice when you're sighing. Try and notice when your body language is changing and you're sitting back and you're just less engaged with your plate. That can be another sign. If you start to ask yourself, have I had enough? I wonder if I've had enough at this point. The answer is probably yes. So you can just stop there. So notice those thoughts. So I I mentioned another thought before, like I might just want a few bites more or have I had enough? So there are a couple of things that can come up for you in your mind. It's a good sign that the answer is probably yes. Now, if you start hunting around for the best bits on your plate before you finish up, you're not hungry anymore. And this is something that I really noticed for myself. It's like you get maybe like halfway through, two thirds of the way through, and then you're like, oh, that one's going to be really tasty. I want to have a bit of that. And I want to have a bit of that. And I'm going to make sure I finish that. Well, you're not hungry at that point. So you can stop there. And the final thing that I wanted to um, share in terms of the signs that you've had enough is that If you start thinking about other things, you want to get back to your day, you're thinking about your to-do list, you're thinking about what you need to do after lunch, that is a sign that you have stopped thinking about the food and that you're starting to just re-engage your brain with the rest of the day. So that's another really good sign that you've had enough. So let me recap on those signs. You start wondering whether or not you want a few more bites. Your body language changes and you have a bit of a sigh and you sit back. You start to question to yourself, am I full? Have I had enough? Answer's probably yes. You're looking for the best bites on your plate before you finish. Or you're starting to think about other things. So look for those five signs. You've had enough if any of those are happening. And for those of you who might be particularly confused by this, and I know that this is a very common thing, here are three very practical techniques that are going to help you, especially at the start if you're not able to distinguish these signs that I've mentioned, those five signs. So here's one practical technique, the halfway pause. So what you're going to do is eat half of the meal, stop for 10 minutes, and then you want to check in and come back and see if you're hungry again after that 10 minutes is up. So you're having a break in the middle of the meal. You're only eating um, half of it, and then you're going to come back and see if you're still hungry. So that can be a great way to practice what your hunger signals are, what your signs of fullness are. Um, Another way is to just slow it down. Many of us are eating rapidly. And we don't even have time for our stomach to register the food that we're, we're eating. So slow it down. Put a f- your fork and your knife down between each bite. Maybe you want to eat with your non-dominant hand. So if you're right-handed, eat with your left hand or vice versa. 
You have to eat slower and more consciously when you're not used to eating with that hand. And the final thing is to get focused. Turn off your phone. Turn off the TV. Sit down at at, uh, the table with a plate and a knife and a fork. Focus on your meal. Have no distractions. Have nothing else that could be going on that can take you away from your food. Just stay really focused on your food. Now, the thing is, you want to keep practicing until this becomes a natural way of eating. So these are all signs and techniques that you can use and they don't become an ingrained habit overnight. So we just want to keep practicing and keep just um, trying to implement this as a new way of eating and it will happen. But on the way there, you're going to have all sorts of protests and opinions going on in your brain. Most people will have some of our food scarcity beliefs come up at this point. Like, I shouldn't throw this away. I have to eat this. You know, if you're, if you're someone who's been taught to clean your plate, especially with those beliefs like, you know, there are other people in the world that don't have the food. We're so lucky to have this. Eat all of your food. Look at what's going on in your mind. These are not good reasons to keep overeating. I mean, after all, we t- we think sometimes that we're wasting food if we throw it away. But are we not actually wasting it if we eat it and it goes into excess fat in our body? How is that a good use of it? Really? Actually, what we want to do over time is really get used to what our hunger signals are and then stop plating up excess food. So we're only actually plating up as much as we need. Now that is genuinely saving food because that means that you might adjust even the amount that you buy from the grocery store before it even gets on your plate. So really some of these beliefs that will come up, we can really challenge them and actually really see whether or not these are actually true. You know, I shouldn't throw this away. It's wasteful. That Those kinds of thoughts. It's very normal for all of this to come up. And these are the things that we want to do a bit of thought work around. These are the things that we want to pay attention to and really look at what's going on in our mind and start thinking about whether or not that's actually serving us to be thinking that way and start redirecting our brain and practicing these new beliefs so that we can release all of those because these old thoughts are what will keep us overeating. So we might also find that there are other common thoughts like I just want more, I'm not satisfied yet. These are some of the signals that will help you to distinguish physical satisfaction from emotional satisfaction when it comes to eating. And they're two very different things and it's very nuanced. It's something that will come over time. And once you really get that, if you're feeling emotionally unsatisfied, then there are other things to do other than finishing your plate. You, If you're eating someone else's food that they've cooked for you, there might be some people-pleasing thoughts that come up like, I'm going to hurt these their feelings if I don't eat all of this. So really just think about um, what's coming up for you. Be really mindful of that. Pay attention. Step away. Give yourself space and time to just stop eating um, and get used to, to stopping eating at enough. It will take some time. The best thing to do at this point is to write all of these thoughts down because what happens is when we're writing it down on paper, we're getting it out of our mind. It puts distance in between what we're thinking in our mind and what's actually going on in the real world. And quite often when we start looking at things on the um, piece of paper, we actually realize this isn't true or 
this just, this doesn't make sense. Or, you know, I, I really see how I'm thinking here is just not helping me. So it can be a really great way to just get some distance between yourself and your thoughts, and it will help you to shine a light on them and to actually start to change the way you're thinking. So ultimately, we're starting to reprogram your brain at this point, which is so powerful. It's really exciting when we get to that stage, but it just takes some time. So don't be shocked if it if your brain starts to protest this. It's very, very normal and it's expected. There's nothing that goes wrong. If that happens, just be patient give yourself some time to figure it all out. So one of the hardest lessons that I did mention is really probably the leaving food behind. Because so many of us have grown up with all of these beliefs that we really should not be leaving uh, a a full plate behind or any food on our plate. Um, Also, we'll have thoughts as well, especially if it's a healthy meal, like, oh, it's so wasteful and it's healthy. I'll just eat it. There's all extra food, though, that we don't necessarily need. So note down all of these thoughts. Note them down in your journal. Note them down on a piece of paper and get some distance from them and really start to examine them with a bit of a a kind of um, questioning and a critique of what's going on in your mind and whether or not that's actually useful to you. You can start to tell yourself things as well, like this is normal that I want to eat more because I'm changing the way my eating habits are, of course this is going to happen, but I'm choosing to stop here today. So you can practice little mantras like that in your mind at that point, which can be really helpful. So I hope that's that's helped you today in terms of how to stop eating when you've had enough. So I, I'm just going to recap very quickly. We've We've spoken about the five signs that you've had enough. You might just want a bit more. You might be sighing and changing your body language. You're questioning whether you're not, you've had enough or not. You're debating that in your mind. You're looking for the best bites on your plate. You're starting to think about other things, not the food in front of you. We also spoke about three practical techniques. If you're having difficulty distinguishing those signs, the halfway pause, stopping, giving yourself a break and coming back to see if you're still hungry. We spoke about slowing it right down, putting your cutlery down, eating with non-dominant hands, anything you can do to slow your eating down and get really conscious. And then also getting really focused, taking all those distractions away and sitting down to eat your meal and purely just focusing on your meal. So we've spoken about an awful lot today. So I really encourage you to come back to this podcast episode as you start unwinding all of this and getting new bits from it, because I've shared with you an awful lot of stuff today that you can do. But one thing... I would encourage you to do is if there's anything that stands out in your mind today that you think, actually, I think that would really work for me. I just encourage you to take that one simple thing, nothing more than that. Don't try and do everything today because that usually sets us up for failure. So take one little thing that you can do today and practice one small thing every day for the next week. See how that goes. See if that helps you to stop at enough. Okay, I hope that's been helpful for you. If you have any questions at all, please feel free to get in touch with me. I always love to hear from people who are listening to the podcast. So I have a special email address now for that, which is podcast at kerrydwilliams.com. So you can drop me an email there, ask any questions you want, and I will be answering questions on this podcast. All right, that's all I've got for you this week. So we will be back next week with another episode on Life Beyond Dieting podcast. Bye for now. Thank you.